Hi guys, thanks for listening to Library Overload. This is Susie. And this is Tavia. Don't forget, like we always say, you can check us out on Instagram. We post, we try to post the books that we talk about every week. And you can find us there at Library Overload. We also have a blog where I try to list every single book that we discuss in our episodes. So you know where to find them all. And you can find us at libraryoverload.home.blog. Okay, guys, it's Buddy Read Week. Buddy Read Week. Buddy Read Week. I am interested to hear what you thought about this. Okay, I have thoughts about what your thoughts are going to be. I specifically, I finished this, did I I finish it yesterday? Yeah, I think I did. I specifically didn't put a rating on Goodreads so you could, you wouldn't see it. (laughs) I've been holding on to it. We read The 100-Foot Journey by Richard C. Marias. In true to Susie form, I literally finished this minutes ago. Minutes. Mere minutes. Minutes. So I have thoughts fresh on my mind. Yeah, um, I might have been stewing for a couple of days, which I think is good because I wasn't sure how I felt at first. And yeah. now I've kind of hashed it out a little bit more. Okay. Yeah, I have a, I have a lot of thoughts. And I kept thinking, I'm very intrigued to see what. Octavia thinks about this. So please tell me your thoughts first. I hated it. I hated it. I hated That's it. That's so what I thought. Much. That's what I thought. And you know why I thought that? Because I was like, oh, this is kind of similar to the Logger Queen of Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Tavia is not going to like this. No, I hate, like, I I wanted to like it so, so much. <laughs> I really did. But I think this is going to be an instance where I saw the movie trailer, thought that looked interesting, and then said, oh, I'll read the book. And they really don't have anything to do with each other, if you're quite honest. <laughs> I, I have seen the movie trailer as well. I thought it looked beautiful. Yeah, it um, looks like a fun like rom-com, kind of like heartwarming, touching, like... And Helen Mirren. Yeah. You can't go wrong with her. She's amazing. The whole premise is that his Indian restaurant is across the street from her French restaurant. And that occupies maybe one-fourth of the book. Maybe. One-third. Yeah, I would give it a third. Um, But definitely not enough for it to be the sole thing that is mentioned in the plot of, like, the jacket and everything that's the only thing they mention really well it's the turning point of his his story so I will I would like to go on record and say that I thought the book was fine I'm going to give it two stars I did not want to put that out there before you finished it because I didn't want it to color your opinion at all well I I I kept reading and I was like, she's not going to like it. It's sad. People die. There's not a lot going on. Well, I have grievances. Okay. And they are many. Okay. I'm very excited to to discuss. Well, let me, I would like to say that I am glad that I waited to read this book 
until now mm-hmm. because I've been going through a cooking awakening, so uh-huh. to speak. And I did enjoy all of the cooking and the food and talking mm-hmm. about the love of it and yeah. the memories that come behind the smell of something. Like, mm-hmm. I loved that. I did enjoy that part of it as well. A lot of the food was a little too bougie for me, so none of it sounded real good. <laughs> there were a couple of things that I was like, no. Yeah. Like, he did a smoked eel. And then yeah, they like, making- it's... It's haute or whatever, haute cuisine. Yeah. Haute de cuisine. High-end French cooking, Mm -hmm. which the Southern girl is not a fan of. And But also Indian food, which is... Now, a lot of that sounded good. Yes. But might probably be too spicy for me. Yeah, Tavia can't handle black pepper. So. That's not true. I put black pepper in things for other people when I make it. There I don't it is. Do anything for mine. There it is. Um, but no, I thought it was fine. I didn't love that. And it sounds weird to say this. So if you haven't read this book, this book follows this this man. Hassan, is that how you pronounce it? Did you Hassan listen? Haji? Okay, <gasps> yay! I I did it right. I'm so proud. Okay. <laughs> so you follow Hassan from when he's approximately eight-ish until he's in his forties, mm-hmm. and you follow him on his life's journey, which is mostly cooking, mm-hmm. and lots of tragedy of... befalls him, though. But normal tragedy, not like well one tragedy but Mm -hmm. then there are other people in his life that die but it's just old age and it's something that unfortunately cannot be you know Mm -hmm. whatever but I felt like the the story it felt like he was sitting down to tell us his life story almost to the point where it felt like a memoir but, it's but then not. he kept getting distracted by by points and going off on little tangents. He's like, oh, but I remember the time that this happened, but I was really telling you about this. Yeah, there were little tidbits and little quotes that I was like, oh, that hit hard. Like, especially, and I thought this was really poignant, although it's probably just me being ridiculous, but... The, I'm sure it is. But... He ta- he mentions taking this 100-foot journey from his family's restaurant to mm-hmm. the French restaurant, this woman that's going to teach him everything. And it happened right at the 50% mark on my Kindle. And I was just like, oh, I like it. <laughs> I was just <laughs> like, oh. I mean, I-, I thought that that was beautiful. It's like basically 100 feet but a whole world of difference because he's going from his family, from the safety of what he knows. And he's going to be now tutored as a French chef from this woman who um, put him in the hospital once. Just throw that out there. Yeah. I, and I did like that in this very quiet book, I started out hating specific characters and then ended up loving them. Like, I think that's, that's something that I'm kind of getting to where I 
I like about the quiet books, the books that not a lot of things happen. There are no wars or dragons or magic or anything. But I do like that it makes me kind of broaden my horizons and change how I feel about characters. I I, I can understand that. My recurring thought while I was reading it is, what is the point of this? Yeah. What purpose is this story serving? I agree. And I, I didn't, I couldn't come up with anything. Like it didn't, it wasn't like culturally awakening or, you know, earth moving or what, like, I, I just yeah. didn't move me, I guess. So I just couldn't find a point in the story. I found myself asking that as well. I, I like don't the climax it. happened at like, like you said, 50% of the book. And I would have been done if we just stopped right there. I would have been good. I did find it odd that he kind of, like, he's been super detail-oriented all the way up until he he crosses that hundred foot. And then he's like, and then five years. And then four years here. And then five years here. And then I open Rye Restaurant. And then I get Michelin stars. And it's just like, is why are we glossing over super interesting parts of your life? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, your childhood, sure, sure, sure. But... I want to hear about you making it as a chef Mm -hmm. in the French cuisine world when you are an immigrant and Mm -hmm. like, how does that happen? Like, do you incorporate your culture into your French cuisine that you've been making? Like that's far more interesting to me. And I didn't get it. Yes. I, I agree with that assessment. Yeah. But I do, I do agree. Cause I definitely felt myself thinking that too. I was like, is there a point to this story? Like, does he have some sort of, I kept thinking that at the, uh, spoilers yet? I mean, I don't know. Okay, let's do spoilers. Um, Yeah, spoiler warning. Be warned. I don't think this book is new at all, so. It was written in 2010. Yeah, you've had time. So, (laughs) I kept thinking that at the end, he was going to have this big awakening and return to his family's restaurant. Yeah, I kind of thought that too. Okay. Like the whole the whole last part of the book just didn't make sense to me. It just I was like, why? Like we've been leading up to this big thing and now you're gonna be a chef, cool. But then like it just I don't know, it it kind of felt contrived or like almost pushed together for the purpose of extending the story without any actual content. I'll give you that. I also kept wondering, like, like it felt like at the end of this, he still felt unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what did he do? Like, what did he do to fix that? Like, I know he went through and nixed his entire menu and started fresh. And that sounded really interesting. And he got his Michelin star because of it. And, like, he, I, I loved that when his friend died, he paved the way for Hassan mm-hmm. to be really recognized and really revered and respected. And I thought that was really beautiful. But, yeah, like, at the end of it, he, it still felt... Like he felt unfulfilled by it, and I it didn't like... feel feel like a finished work to me. Yeah, like 
And maybe that's part of the point. That life is not a finished work. Maybe. But. Would you like to hear some of my grievances? Always, yes. Okay. Let me get them ready. I have a list. Okay. The first thing. I have a really hard time. And I get that. I am white. I am 100% aware of that. I don't want anyone to like lose their mind or whatever. But I have a really hard time with a white Canadian man writing an Indian immigrant story. That is interesting. I did not know the author's ethnicity. Yes. I felt like he made, especially the father and some of the other relatives, almost caricatures of an Indian person. Like the the dialect he was going for was just was overdone. And so I felt like that was not it it didn't represent an Indian culture accurately. I thought it was like you were kind of making a caricature out of these people. Interesting. Okay. So I that was one thing that I hated. Okay. Um let's see. This is a small note, but the chronology of the book makes no sense. Okay, so he's born in 1975, okay. and then we have, like, the recession of 2008, and then he's 42, and the book was written in 2010, and that would have been 2017, but we never address, like, it just doesn't make sense. The timeline does not make sense. That bugged me. Well, maybe he was writing it to go in the future. Maybe. I mean... Certainly, there will always be recessions in the future. Yes. If you want, if you take anything away from this discussion, (laughs) please understand that there will always be recessions. This is true. This is true. And maybe that's just me being nitpicky because I just thought it was like, I was like, your timeline doesn't make sense, sir. I need you to fix it. I I need it to be historically accurate. I was at one point wondering, because I remember him saying that he was born in 78, and I remember thinking, like, okay, at what point in time are we now? Like, because I was like, I don't remember some of the things that he was mentioning, and and then I was trying to pinpoint what recession he was talking about, and yeah, yeah, I got a little confused on that, So that took my mind away from the story, because I was trying to figure out what in the world you're talking about. Well, I mean, I guess... That's just probably me being a history person, like, trying to make it fit. That's you being weird. Okay, cool. I mean, when it... To me, if it's a work of fiction, it doesn't always have to be, like, a correct timeline. It's fine. That makes me want to, like, gouge my eyes out with spoons. That's okay. I need your timeline to make sense. I need you to be in a made-up world... Telling me that it's a made-up timeline or I need it to make sense. You can't say I was born in 1975 at the beginning of it and then literally jump through time in your time machine and be in other places. It just doesn't work for me. I'm so sorry. Okay. The biggest grievance, and maybe it shouldn't be the biggest grievance, but the biggest grievance I had with it was the overabundance of animal 
slaughtering, butchering, very visceral descriptions, overfeeding the geese. I mean, I... I am not a vegetarian. I am not a vegan. I understand that those animals have to die for me to live, but I don't want to read about it in detail for four pages. Are you talking about when he visits the chicken plant? Well, that, or when uh, Madame Mallory visits the she does the geese. Okay, and my she's biggest feeding the geese. Yeah, and the my... boar hunt. The boar hunt was my big one. Oh, really? My big one was when she slaughtered the pig and she was taking the the blood yes, right from it. And I was like, but no, thank you. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was the, the hunt, too. No, the boar hunt. She killed a, a oh, young baby. boar. Yeah. yeah, never mind. I remember um, now. Uh, but no, I didn't love it. I don't think it added anything to the story. I think it, that's a chef thing. I think that's just they they kill lobsters on the regular. Like I, I think they. they I will they give you that because that's it. one of the things I hated about Anthony Bourdain's book. Yeah, it's I just, think that's a chef thing. There is no need to go, like I said, for four to five pages on the intricacies of butchering an animal for consumption i don't need to know about it it's too much for me it adds nothing to the story it makes my stomach sick well then maybe you should think about next time you eat a chicken maybe but i told daniel this not too long ago i was like i understand that this steak was once a cow but the cow wasn't looking at me at the time of its demise so that makes it different for me you live in a fun world well, I don't want animals looking at me and then killing them. I just want to uh, imagine that they exist in some imaginary place where I don't have to think about it. You live where my where uh, the fake timelines I don't care about live. <laughs> I just don't need I don't need that. But I'm very sorry that was bothersome for you. Yes. The two main things were that it was a white man writing about an Indian immigrant, which I didn't think made much sense at all and i thought he over characterized the the accents he overdid it like you know on that and then the so sticky question why do you think like on what basis do you have indian culture to where you feel like that that is a character is it that that is a how you made it how he made it to be a caricature uh, documentaries, okay. pro- other programs that I know, okay. reading okay. things by Indian people who are critiquing the book. Oh, okay. I didn't get to do research because, as I said, I, I finished the book mere moments ago. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some discussion about, you know, when you sit down to write a story... Like, as a white person, I would never write a story from the perspective of an immigrant from another culture. Because I just don't know anything about it. Mm. Does that make, I mean, does that make sense? Yeah. I was reading the afterword, and he mentions spending a lot of time in kitchens. But what he does not mention is spending time in India. 
So that does that does make sense that that is a problematic thing to do. He did maybe he, he had... has spent time in India, and I am just being you know oversensitive about it. But um, he didn't mention that he spent time in India. He did mention that he had people reading over it to critique his perspectives and things like that on the Hindu world that he built. But he didn't go into great detail on that. I will say that I, when I was reading it, I thought some things were a bit strange. But I took it as, oh, maybe I just don't understand. Like, maybe this is just me not. And, you know, another thing that it could be is that I also listened to some of the audio. So hearing the phrases and some of the phrases out loud made it sound overdone for me Mm. where maybe had I read it, it wouldn't have sounded as overdone. Like I have that problem with Southern narrators when they overdo the Southern slang and things like that. Like it's, it's too much. Please stop. (laughs) No one actually talks like that. Right. Yeah. So maybe, maybe that is me, but I just, I don't know. I find it difficult and very presumptuous for a white man to sit down and write a story about an Indian immigrant. Like, I, yeah. Where do you, where do you, why, where are you coming from? What is the, the purpose of this? Well, apparently this book is quite revered. Yes. I'm sure by the people, the same people who love that other book that we had to quit reading because we both hated, but we're not going to tell anybody what it is. <laughs> That's on every list of everything for all all of time. Yeah, I I don't know. I I thought it was fine, but it I think it's one of those that I think only the pretentious readers read and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Which if you are a pretentious reader, awesome. Yes. More more books for you. It but is I not me. Yeah, I just I think it's one of those that if you like pretentious books, girl, I got a book for you. I thought it was fine. Um, I think in a few days you will remember some other things that you didn't like about it. I don't know. I mean, I liked the story. I liked seeing his progression. Um, I mean, there were certainly things that were bothersome, like the fact that Madame What's Her Face, Madame What's Her Face ended up pushing him into an oven and then she's like oh but do you want to come train with me and everyone's fine it's fine and showing up at the hospital yeah like uh you literally put me here but also we never talk about if he's burnt bad enough to be in the hospital how is his how 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 are how is he able to move forward like is are his hands not badly burnt Well, she even mentions, she's like, oh, good, your hands weren't damaged. That's right, yeah. Um, But, yeah, so that, to me, was the most problematic thing. Like, okay, first of all, this woman tries to run them out of the city. She gets so angry that she pushes his father, this 60-something-year-old woman, pushes another grown person. and Because you're jealous. Like, yes, so this old, pretentious, bougie lady acts like a child 
because she can't stand the thought of something untoward being opened across the street from her and just has a bitch fit about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't use that term lightly when I'm being serious, but she was quite a B. Yeah, I, they kind of glossed over her awakening. Like it it wasn't discussed. Like she goes from being just a garbage person and then she has one prayer in a church and she's all better. Yeah. And like her closest confidant makes her walk home because he's so disgusted with her actions. Which I loved. I did like that too. But then, like, yeah, it just glosses over it. And towards the end, Hassan kind of looks back and mentions her finally saying something to him about that. And mentioning that he is the reason that she kind of had an awakening. And she kind of briefly speaks on it. But you don't get that until the end of the book. So you go from this woman almost killed him. To he's living with her and training under her, and, and then he's she, almost like a mother. It's almost like a mother figure to him. Yeah, and it's it's very bizarre. So that part, not a fan at all. Don't get it at all. Mm-mm. But on the other hand, I I did enjoy some parts as well. Mm-hmm. So like I yeah, I think it would be either a two or three star, um, because there I am glad that I read it. I'm very interested in seeing the movie and how that... It really looks completely different. Like, it looks just like it has a different feel, a different tone. Yeah. Like, that's one thing the... um, Margaret, like, that character was just so underdeveloped for me. We just don't know all that much about her. And then she shows back up at the end of the book with two kids still in love with Hassan. Like, Well, I think... I think because she, see, I felt like we got, we got enough of her when he was with her, but only, but only just so much, which I was okay with because we weren't there for him to fall in love. We were there to follow his culinary journey, but, and so I was fine with the fact that we didn't get a lot of her. Although I did love that we finally saw him grow up and finally stick around with someone and asked her to -hmm. come with him. Mm -hmm. And so when she showed up, I was not very surprised because it was his first love. And first love somehow always, always comes back around. Interesting. That's an interesting thought. Yeah. I wish that he would have done more self-realization of the notion that his sister said that he was emotionally stunted from his mother's death. And that's why he couldn't stick into a relationship. I wish he could have delved into that a little bit more. Like, why am I like this? Let's talk about that for a minute. I found that part interesting. Yeah, I guess he worked. He worked through that in the. In the many years that we missed of his life. Right. In the next 20 years. We go from he's working at Madame Mallory's. And then over the next 20 years. Yeah. I worked here for five. And I was here for seven. And then I opened mine. And I got three Michelin stars. Yeah. Although can we talk about the name of his restaurant? That was hysterical. I loved okay, it. I didn't look up any translations. I was just trying uh, to get through. So, Oh that was a me. lot of French for someone. That, didn't, that doesn't 
no French then. I know. I I knew you would be ready, so give it all to me. <laughs> it's the evil dog. Oh, that is funny. <laughs> yeah. I that was really funny. Like, why? And that's his bulldog. He had a bulldog logo. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of French in there this. There was. Book. There was. A lot of it, or not a lot, but some of it I could gather from context. Mm-hmm. But some of it, I was like, I'm not taking the time. Like, you should just give me translations at the bottom of the page. <laughs> Sometimes they did. They would say it in French and then he would say yeah. it in English. But a lot of the time, no. Especially yeah. with the um, the dishes. Yeah. The things that they were cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was... Yeah, some of them I was able to kind of figure out. I was like, something chicken with a citrus. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> but... Um, That's yeah. funny. Most of it, I was just like, I don't have time for this. If you wanted me to know, you would have explained it further. I'm, <laughs> let's go. That's hysterical. Uh, yeah, I, I am glad that I read it because it is on a lot of lists and I have been intrigued for many moons. It is. But- yeah. And I, I am glad that I read it, I guess, as well, because I, it hasn't on my to read list for a long time. And now that I have read it, I can have that information in my head. There you go. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I just, I didn't, I did not, I thought it brought zero value to my life. Yeah. It was not an, it was not a, a book where I learned anything. It was not a book where I felt compassion for anyone. It was not a book that made me happy or sad. I just really wanted it to be over. And so I, I just... I almost think that... This is going to probably surprise you. But I almost think that it was as pointless of a story as Serena. I knew you were going there. I'm not surprised at all. Because when you look back on books like Serena or The Lovely Bones, you get through these somewhat difficult to read books because there's not much of anything going on and no one's really moving on. No one's learning. No one's growing. You get through it and you're like, what point does this serve? It mm-hmm. doesn't make you feel. It doesn't give you lessons. It's just. Right. It's someone that felt the need to write and wanted people to read it. Like, yeah. and so I've, I've never been able to understand books like that. Me either. I have a very hard time with them. Yeah. And again, I think that's just because that book is not for me. That book is yes. for someone else, and that yeah. is perfectly fine. And lots of people love this book. Like you said, it's on so yeah. many of the, like, best books of all time or, or you know, whatever. I, I just. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I caught myself feeling that a little bit, too. But every once in a while, he would hit me with a quote, and I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. that was really good. Um, I also read somewhere that the author was actually really upset um, that so many people loved this book and he didn't want to just be known for this book. So he recently put out another one 
which I've really not heard anything about. Me so I'll have to, I'll have He's to look it up. He's got a few books out there. I know another one is India related or something like that. Cause it's Buddha something. Weird. So maybe I wonder if he's I'm in India. Yeah, maybe he has lived there because that would be weird. Why would you keep writing about India if you've never, like? Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. But but yeah, I thought the India things. I just I don't know enough about the culture to be mm-hmm. affronted or anything. Mm-hmm. Just because I was like, well, maybe I just don't understand. Like, well, for for me, I've read a lot of things set in India. I've read a lot of stories about Indian people I've watched a lot of documentaries and just from from researching the book and and reading some of the critiques that I did read it's like you know you the language was not it was overdone you didn't need to make them sound so you know like Mr. Apu from the Simpsons like it was too much. It was okay. like cartoonish almost. Okay. Like Indian people that I have talked to in my human life, personal real life world that has a beginning and a middle and an end and makes sense in time. They don't <laughs> sound like that. Gotcha. So <laughs> Well, um, I am glad that you chose it. I'm glad that I read it. I Knew that you wouldn't like it. About. I wanted to like it so much. I know. Because the movie looks so cute. It does. And maybe it will just be one of those weird ones where the book is better than, or the movie is better than the book. I feel like I'm in the upside down. (laughs) Because the last three book movie things that I've read, I feel like the movie's going to be better. And I don't understand what's happening in the world. Is it the coronavirus? It's the Rona is. doing this to me. It's the Rona for sure. Speaking of book to movie adaptations, they are finally redoing the Lightning Thief. I saw that on Disney Plus, and I am crazy excited about it. Yeah, I I didn't hate the wait. first movie. I hated the second one though. I just it annoys me when they change things. Like I just. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? Like, I just, ah, uh, I want to just shake people. Um, I know we've talked about this at length. I know. But so I'm very excited about it. I know it'll take a long time to come out because they just only announced that they're going to do it, but mm-hmm. we're all, you know, locked in. So it'll be a while, but I do look forward to watching it. I look forward to the reread that I will do beforehand and I will take notes. <laughs> Believe you me. Um, <laughs> But uh, that is very exciting book news. That is very exciting. I was going to also say, I am 100% aware that I read a lot of actual trash. (laughs) Like, I read a (laughs) lot of smut and a lot of garbage that other people are not going to like. And so my opinions on this book are, you know, obviously really judgy. But it's a cow's point. It's moo. (laughs) It's moo. Yeah. But I've said this the last time we had a buddy read that we couldn't finish or get out of the first chapter. We at least both finished this one. Yes, we did. <laughs> but I, those academic type books, I, I just am not that kind of reader. Yeah. I'm not. I want and to escape more than I want to slice of life. Yeah. Uh, and at least this wasn't a tiny slice of life. It covered 40-ish years. Yeah, yeah. We just didn't get a lot of it. 
<laughs> it just, it was so disjointed. It felt like yeah. me, who is not a writer, sat down and wrote a book and then literally no one else looked at it and then it was published. For me, another issue that I had with it was that several sad things happened. Several people in his life passed away, which again, most of them were not tragic events. Mm -hmm. But the only tragedy that he really got in there and delved into was his friend. Not his mom, not his dad, Mm -hmm. not his mentor. His friend that we only knew for a brief amount of time. Like, only knew so little that I was like, when he said, oh, Paul so-and-so died, I was like, who is that? Do I know him? Is this new? Like, And then his dad, who was this massive figure in his whole life, his death is like a footnote. Glosses. Glosses over it. And I'm like, are you serious right now? Yeah, and then he doesn't even go back for Madame Mallory's funeral. Yeah, like, it was just, it was bizarre to me. Like the whole setup of the whole thing. Yeah, like, almost sociopathic about how there was no empathy shared, discussed, mm-hmm. nothing. Like then it was he just felt like, really bad for his friend who was going to lose all his money. Yeah, like it was bizarre kind of how he lived his life, I guess. And maybe that goes back to the, the stunting that he had because of his mother's death that he never delved into. So maybe he didn't delve into it, and that's maybe. why he's, he's like this way. So maybe we figured it out for him. Maybe. But yeah, it was interesting. I will probably ponder over it. Yeah. But I not- also need to ask is it common? Because they acted like it was not a big deal at all. Is it common for people to kiss their cousins? Because oh, it like, is not common where I come from. He's in France, boo. He's doing the mwah, mwah. Like No. In England, when he's oh, like when 16, he made out, he, he made, made out, out with his, his cousin, yeah, and his aunt calls her a that. toilet seat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was hysterical. <laughs> but like, I forgot I have about not that. Once ever made out with any cousins or thought about making out with any cousins. I so I need have, to discuss this. Yes, I have never made out with a cousin, so I would like that said. Um, and I did forget that he did that actually. And his, his aunt saw it and they freaked out and like, it caused a huge divide in the family. But again, that's all we know. Yeah. (laughs) But also it was like more that they blamed the girl than they blamed him. But they, they both had their tongues down each other's throats. So let's, let's that's not unusual. I know, but we didn't, we didn't address that that's a an Indian cultural thing that the women are responsible for the morality of the group we didn't talk about that we didn't I, I thought that was just understood as just a world <laughs> a human existence thing women will always be the whores yeah. but it and... would have been nice if he would have been like I don't understand why everyone was mad at just her and not mad at me that would or, be like, nice have that, some sort of self-realization that, you know, two people did this thing. That we'll just put that in the world where where your steak didn't come from a cow. My steak came from a cow. The cow just wasn't staring at me while it was being murdered. 
every time I break bread with you from now on, I'm going to pull up a chicken or a cow and I'm just going to be like, Tavia, why are you eating me? You will probably guilt me into being a vegan. And I will laugh because your husband will just die. Right? He just will Oh, we would just have exist. separate dinners. <laughs> what what would he eat? He would just have to do those meals that get delivered. Yeah, or fast food. <laughs> he can make spaghetti. There you go. But he also Isn't it out cayenne. of a jar? Yeah, but he also puts cayenne pepper in it. Because he's a weirdo. He's a weirdo. And you guys know this now. <laughs> last episode. He was so cute. He came with notes. He was ready. He did. Chris showed up with whiskey. Like this. I mean, that to tracks. Each, to, to each their own. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought it was real cute. He said that he didn't think we spent enough time discussing the, the stuff. And I was like, I thought we did fantastic. Discussing what stuff? The books and the movies. It was an hour long. (laughs) Well, I mean, that man could talk about movies for days. So, I guess, in that sense, he is right. Yes. Well, guys, I hope you read along with us. I hope you enjoyed it more than we did. And I would love, love, love for you guys to get on Instagram or the blog and tell us why, if you did, so that we can have a discussion about that. Because I would love to know why someone loves it. Can and you maybe, convince me? Maybe you can just tell us that we are simply uncultured swine. And that's okay, too. Your whole life is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> love, Rosa. Y'all, yes. if you're not watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you are missing out. You really are. It's amazing. But also, we can be uncultured swine sometimes in what we read. I mean, Tavia loved a book called Sugar... What is it? Sugar Daddies? Sugar Daddies. Yeah. I gave yeah. it five So stars. that happened. So that I happened. Have, our next episode is what we've been reading, and I have a couple of smut books to talk about. So Yay! I decided- <laughs> And, and I 100% realize that I'm just not a reader of academically geared things. I sure. don't assume them necessarily to be a better person. I consume them for enjoyment. So the books yeah. that make me think a little bit more or the books that don't make me think at all because it went way over my head and I couldn't figure out what I was supposed to be thinking about, <laughs> I just don't like them. Yeah. I get that there. I don't read many books that will challenge me and things like that just because life is challenging and sometimes you don't want it. Yeah. So I get it. Every now and again, I'll come across something that is life altering that, that everyone needs to have read, but I don't think this was it. I agree. And that is okay. Yes. And you've already got your buddy pick lined up, don't you? Or are you going to change your mind? No, I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure that I want to do. Ah, oh, crap! What's it called again? The Southern Book Club's Guide to Vampire Slaying. Thank you for remembering my book. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't recall the author at this time, but I will find it and I will let you it's, guys know. It's everywhere right now. You guys it should is, probably see it. I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I'm pretty sure it's the same author that uh, that um, did the horror book that I read in October. Horror Store. Uh-huh. Grady, Grady Hendrix. Man, oh. I'm awesome. I'm pretty sure. I'm like <laughs> and so <90%. laughs> modest. 90% sure that's who it is that wrote that book. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed Horror Store, mm-hmm. surprising everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't wait to read this, too. Yeah. I am disappointed that this was my first pick for this year that we didn't like. Hopefully I don't have any more. It had to happen. Yeah. I've done it 17 times now. So This book just ended up not being what I thought it was going to be. Like, yeah. I thought it was going to be one thing, and it, it just wasn't. So yeah. Maybe Next. I went into it and realized it wasn't that thing and immediately psyched myself out for it. Maybe. But, I mean, I, I agree with you on many things, though. So, it's okay. Next one will be better. Yes. And... It can't get any worse than all of my picks from last year. So this yay. is true. I yay. still am in the lead on this imaginary <laughs> chart that we need to make up. <clears throat> all right, guys. I hope you guys are staying safe and staying well and enjoying the time that you have to read. Yes, absolutely. And come back next week where we're going to be talking about what we've been reading. And I've been doing a lot of it. I have finally been reading. It's been great. Can't wait to talk about what I've picked up recently. Yeah. Very excited as well. Shocking no one. I really need to I'm have someone to do a drink a thesaurus. thesaurus. Okay. Thesaurus. I am jubilant over the thoughts of discussing our our current reads. It Thank it you. makes me giddy with anticipation. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> I'm on the pins and the needles. <laughs> Waiting with bated breath. Yes. All right. All right, Bye. guys. We, we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.